got you guys into it. I yeah. was doing it you for did. a while, and and, and I'm gonna tear up. Like it, I, I was at the lower tier in the beginning because I didn't because know we what, were just drinking new, yours. Right? It's new to me. I don't, you know. <laughs> well, you were just drinking. Mine. Yeah, yeah, you know. Every, now you can drink your dude own. Dude would get something. and He said, "Let's try this." I'm like, "Why would I? You know, why would I? Why should I join? I just drink yours." Yeah, exactly. So if I wanted that, if that's not an endorsement, I don't know what is. I mean, they were honestly just coming over drinking mine, and then they both joined because of that. So yeah. Well, you know, we would have so many things that I was just like, well. I, I want my own bottle of this. Like, it's yeah, so fucking good. Right. You know? Agreed. On this episode of the Bourbon Hunters, the fellows are joined by James from the Bourbon Enthusiasts as they are included in the barrel selection process for a Woodford Reserve Double Oak Private Barrel. Tune in to listen to the selection and to hear about the history of the Bourbon Enthusiasts and to get a glimpse into James's process when it comes to selecting barrels. But before we get started, let me tell you a little bit about our sponsor, Unicorn Nation Apparel. Magical apparel for magical people. Go to their website at www.unicornnationapparel.com or check out the link in our bio for some awesome Bourbon Hunters exclusive bourbon shirts provided by Unicorn Nation Apparel. Thank you for taking time out of your day to join us on your hunt for great bourbon. Reward yourself and sit back, grab a pour, kick up your feet, and enjoy. So, uh, welcome to an episode of the Bourbon Hunters. I am Duke Poole. I'm joined by... Brett Bryan. And... Tyler Schaefer. And today, we have the Bourbon Enthusiast on with us. Uh, go ahead and introduce yourself. What's up, guys? Yeah, this is James Ashcraft. I run The Bourbon Enthusiast on all social media. Uh, Instagram's the big one where you can find me. Um, you can also check out my private barrel club on uh, Patreon. Um, and that's just search Bourbon Enthusiast there. So today we're here pretty much for a barrel selection from Woodford Reserve uh, Double Oak. But uh, before we get into that, just go ahead and give us a little bit of a history. I know you told us where you can find uh, bourbon enthusiasts, but give us a little history. Like what got you into this? Where did you start? How did you decide to start doing a, a private barrel club? And then now that, you know, if, if you even want to say it, I think you can see it on Patreon. But uh, you know, like how many members you're up to and how long it took you to get there? Yeah, know, that was a lot. Um, so I'd say that, um, you know, I kind of really got into bourbon, I'd say nine years ago, like 2012. Um, and then around 2014, um, is when I really wanted to just, you know, it was kind of develop into a passion. I had already been writing all my reviews down and, um, you know, tasting notes and journals, things like that. Um, and then I really just wanted to start getting the thoughts out there. Um, and, you know, I noticed uh, I couldn't really post everything I wanted to social media, mainly because my wife's family had followed my account. And they are very anti-alcohol. Okay. So and so really, you know, I just started searching one day. I was like, you know what? I'm going to create a new username and I'm going to start <clears throat> posting all this stuff. And uh, so I found the bourbon enthusiast was available. Um, I was uh, I was probably around 2015. Um, and then really it just kind of you know, took off from there. I started posting all my reviews on there, my tasting notes. Um, you know, I was taking pictures in liquor stores, like buy this, not that type thing, yeah. you know, giving people the budget lists of the, you know, the best bottom shelfers and things like that. Um, and I'd say in that first year, um, I got, I think it, you know, shot up to 20,000, 25,000 followers in that first year. Wow. Um, and then I think month six, 
maybe maybe the fifth or sixth month, I got my first samples from a distillery. They, you know, Old Forester reached out to me saying, "Hey, we've got these new products coming out." And it was the uh, it was the nineteen twenty um, from the Whiskey Rose series at that time, and they wanted me to put that out there. And then that that's really when I started, um, you know, kind of taking it seriously. Um, you know, brand engagement started, um, getting bigger from that point. And then, um, you know, now I'm up to goodness, five, five bottles coming in a week from all the, from all the top guys. Um, but yeah, the, the barrel club, it had always been a dream of mine ever since I, you know, started drinking bourbon. Whenever I started seeing single barrel store picks, I was like, gosh, that would be a dream come true to be able to go to Kentucky you know, select these barrels, go through these ancient rick houses full of cobwebs and <laughs> tap the barrels. Um, you know, I just thought that'd be amazing. And then, um, you know, opportunities came along with local liquor stores. And then I kind of to see kind of some, some light in, in how to do it. Um, and I, and I had, uh, you know, a relationship with some retailers and, you know, I just started, you know, asking around who would be able to ship bottles, you know, nationally. And, um, I found a found a couple companies uh, up front that were willing to do that, and also to whenever you select barrels, and you guys you know probably know this too, but you know you're taking away from somebody's allocation. You know whenever you you know so that liquor store has to agree to kind of give up either you know their barrel selections or you have to pull them out of you know thin air sometimes um, <laughs> in order to do it. But um, I had a I was lucky and got a couple. Uh, you know, retail operations that were willing to ship and do it. And then, uh, I hit the, uh, I hit the emails hard reaching out to every distillery who would, um, you know, finding out who the reps are and, uh, gosh, and what are we doing up to 60 barrels a year? It seems like nowadays. Yeah. Um, you guys are, I mean, you're yeah. hitting two or three, at least bottles yeah, a, a month, month at least, mm-hmm. if not yeah. more, sometimes you have multiple releases of two or three in a month. So, yeah. I mean, it's, it's, pretty cool i got these guys hooked on it yeah. a, a few months ago that's and, awesome guys well because i mean we talk about it all the time but like i i think you struck gold in the sense that you know everyone most of the stuff that you're that you're doing with a few exceptions we can get most of it the shelfer versions of it yeah but then like you add things like barrel strength old forester like we can't get those in yeah. ohio well i mean i I've always talked about like, you know, I, I've joined because, you know, I have now I have no need to step foot in a liquor store for the most part. Like there's just, yeah. I mean, he'll, he'll put out a barrel pick of pretty much anything that's a shelfer at least. And then you talk about old forester and, um, some of the other ones that like you can't get here. So, right. So like the MB Roland we just did, you just did recently. And then that Knob Creek. Oh my gosh. (laughs) We were just talking about that. It's, it's great. And that was my first Knob Creek bottle. Really? I've never had one. Yeah. It's my second one from Bourbon Enthusiasts. I've got another one from um, Bourbon on Main in um, uh, Frankfurt, which is really good too. But I just I like the Knob Creek to begin with. Um, But those those profiles for those private selections just seem to be really really good. Um, So you (laughs) so you said your wife's family is not uh, into the alcohol, huh? So how do (laughs) how do you uh, hide that? I mean, well, it it I don't know. I guess it was um, baby steps. yeah, it was probably in the it was probably in the second year, you know. I, I was it was you know blowing up so big, and um, there was no hiding at that point. I probably had like two hundred bottles, and you know they would come and visit. And I was like at that point, you know, the cat's out of the bag. And then you know it comes out, come to find out, everybody's cool with it. You know, now they all follow yeah. me. Some of them even want to try some whenever they're over here. So all right, 
So they're not um, as anti-alcohol as I originally out. thought. Okay. So ha- is this your sole, you know, income at this point in time? Like this is what you do full time? I went full time with bourbon um, April 1st of this year. So That's, congrats, man. That's awesome. One of, one of the best days of my life, to be honest, man. Um, yep. So the day I could, uh, you know, I was involved in a um, family business um, pretty much all my life. Yeah. And, uh, you know, just started the bourbon thing on a side hustle. You know, it was obviously a passion and then, um, feel just crazy blessed in order to be able to, uh, to do it full time. And there's things in the work I would love to talk about things in there that, that I'm working on, but, um, it'll be coming up soon. So we'll have to do another, uh, episode for that. You should, I mean, at this, man. At, with 500 bottles at this point, you should have a bourbon enthusiast bar and just <laughs> anything well, you get in, just slap on a shelf and yeah. Sound, yeah. Sorry guys, I'm opening up all no, these no, bottles. Fine. Here, so. I, I did the same thing while you were talking. So, yeah. uh, but that's so. How long did it take you, uh, you, you? How many members do you have now? Did you say? So, gosh, we're probably around like 550. Um, it's kind of hovering around that lately. It's kind of a good number. I'm finding out with, um, you know, it's. It, I'm trying to take care of as many members, you know, as I can with these picks. Yeah. Um, and then. You know, obviously, whenever I get a short barrel, you know, I, I'm screwed either way with right. um, the amount of bottles I get. But well, that's um, out of your control. I mean, really? Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, it's always trying to find a balance. Um, you know, I've had to close down the club whenever I didn't feel, you know, or it was growing too quick and I didn't have the inventory. Um, but now I'm kind of in a good rhythm where I feel like I can slowly let it open. Um, you know, kind of we might be able to get up to the, the 600 member mark, but we'll see. Um, baby steps right now. Yeah. Well, I mean, I honestly, I, I think most people, like I know you guys don't buy more than one bottle usually when yeah. they do a release. Yeah. Um, you know, I'll, I'll do two most times. I don't always yeah. depend. A lot on, of times you, you get all of them. Well, like if I don't there's a two or three buy different the rye releases, you know me, but, yeah. um, I, and it's probably, I probably would like them. I just have it in my head that I'm not a big rye guy. You so. know the Jack Daniels has been a home run. Oh yeah, with yeah. like when I give out samples of that, I'm like, you know, this is a people? mystery. This is a yeah. mystery bottle. You let me know, and they're like, holy shit! And I hate Jack Daniels. Right? How many people I've had tell me they don't like Jack Daniels, and I give them that, and they love it. Yeah, yeah. It's and which one though? Are we talking proof. about the rye or the uh, the barrel strength? The barrel, barrel strength. strength. Yeah, and yeah. I've got, got both it. of them. You guys bought. Yeah, I think the better of the two. Sure. Yeah, I got both of them, but they're both really good. Yeah. They're yeah. both good, but they definitely, the one they bought was the better of the two, I think. Yeah. But they're both equally. I got two of, uh, I don't remember which one I got. I think I got two seven of the five, other I think. One. Yeah. And ours was the 076 maybe. Or something, something like, like that. that. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, those were just absolute home runs. Yeah. <laughs> really good. Yeah. Yeah. Those, those were some of my favorite barrels to be honest, man. And those, um, you know, the, the way they do their program, um, you know, I don't know if you know, guys know this, but only one out of a hundred barrels even make it to be considered, mm. um, to go in that private barrel program. Um, and I'm telling you, when you get those, when you get those samples and, you know, I, I'd rather obviously go to the distillery, but COVID's obviously messed that up. But, um, right. the samples that they, they sent, I'm telling you, they are like cherry pick samples and there is no wrong answer. Um, mm. you know, I was blown away when I, when I first had those. Um, and then I was like the, the two um, that I got, I gave them both, um, just a, a crazy high rating. I was like, well, you know, I can't, I can't leave either one of these behind. 
Um, but yeah, just like you guys said, I mean, um, I have people that are anti Jack Daniels try those and they're just, they're just blown away. Yeah, they are. They're good. I'm, yeah. I would, I almost didn't want to get it at first. Cause I'm like, I'm not a Jack Daniels person. And then I yeah. read those tasting notes and I was like, mm, I'm going to get it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did any of you guys get the rye it. or try, try the Jack Daniels rye? I did not. I did not. I didn't yeah. I, okay. So I don't generally I, buy the rise. That's just my, yeah. the one I, well, that's where I draw the line. I, I'll, I'll be honest too. I mean, you know, 10 nights, nine out of 10 nights, I'm drinking bourbon, you know, maybe one out of 10, I'll reach for a rye. Yeah. Um, and then if, you know, if you, if you did start to try my rise, you'll see that, um, the rise that I go for tend to have a, have a lot of bourbon profile. You know, they tend to have a, a more bourbon, you know, they got, I like, corn in the profile yeah um you know as opposed to a straight 100 percent rye and i i do like some of those as well but um you know and the ones i get um like for example that jack daniels rye i i've probably i've never got more rave reviews than i on any other barrel like everybody would message me private saying that is the best thing i've ever had um you know and so I will say, I if, if you I get a chance, I, listen, I, I would, I would, I would try to grab a bottle of that because that one is not a traditional rye at all. It's it still has, up there too, right? It is still up there. I, I'm wanting to say there can't be more than a handful of bottles left. He's but, getting um, out his phone now. Damn it. it. <laughs> but, but th- listen, you guys, I want you guys to try it because it is not a traditional rye. It is a very, um, it's got like a tropical and like brown huh. sugar, like tropical fruits and brown sugar. Um, that thing just turned out amazing and crazy unique. Um, but I've never had so many people message me saying it's the best thing they've ever had. And a guy messaged me the other day saying, hey, can I buy five of these now? <laughs> like, go ahead, bud. Go for it. <laughs> That's funny. So let's, let's jump in. I, I think we've all had our Woodford Reserve regular Shelford Double Oaked, that's a mouthful, uh, primer, just to kind of get our palates in the vicinity, I think, of the, of the barrel selection here. So we've got three batches um, that they sent. And I know, I think you're wanting to not know what the, the tasting notes are ahead of time. Um, Just so you don't get any bias. Yeah, uh, I don't want to have any bias. So I, I, I would agree with I that. I don't know how you normally approach it. That's absolutely what I would recommend. Okay, good. And it's your but business, yeah. so if you need to override our shit. Well, <laughs> I mean, he could potentially read them before he tastes yeah, them without yeah, saying yeah. it out loud. I mean, um, so I've got a jigger here, like it says. I don't know if you follow their recommendation or or how do you... You just pour I'm it just and gonna, I'm just going to pour each one into a Glencairn. I don't, I don't necessarily do the measuring, but... Okay. Um, but uh, I'm going to I think it's great right if we do it blind, like not reading the notes. Yeah. Um, and then um, what I'm going to do is I'm just going to take down a couple of like the, uh, you know, the major profile notes that I get. Um, and uh, you might. guys don't need to do that, but whatever you guys want to do. Um, and yeah, we'll spend, I don't know, maybe a, you know, a good five minutes or so on each one and maybe a little, you know, a couple minute break, just uh, chatting in between, kind of let the palate reset. Yeah, yeah, um, for sure. And yeah, have you guys ever? I was going to make notes in my phone. Okay, yeah. sorry. Have you guys ever done a double oak selection? Never a no. double oak. No, we've uh, so far we've. You can see the barrel behind Brett there. That's. Uh, I don't know if you've ever done Middle West Spirits. They're out of Columbus. Um, 
they are, I mean, really stepping up their game lately. They're. I was really impressed. Yeah, and I, you know what? I should send. I should. I'll, yeah, you never gave me your address yet to send you that. Oh, uh, that's all right. Um, I'll send it to you. But yeah, yeah, no, I'd love to try it. And what what did you guys end up getting? Was it a five year or something? Or uh, I think it's a five year. I think it is a five year. Yeah, yeah it's a four or five right. year. I have it on my post, but it's a. Uh, I believe it's a five year and it's what is it? One twenty one twenty five point nine. Yeah, I think Bruce. Yeah. It's pretty, but it does not. It doesn't drink like one. Yeah, I mean the, the first drink when you first open it and drink it, it kind of maybe has some ethanol to it, but immediately it just kind of mellows out, and you're just it was dr- it drinking was it a little good. too comfortably. Yeah. yeah, so that's for the sure. only issue yeah, is they're awesome. they're what um, they're how gallon? Well, no. they're only a thirty <laughs> gallon barrel, so yeah. yeah you, I mean, while it does help them age a little faster, you know, to some degree, it's it's definitely uh, yeah. You know, bad from a barrel yield, ye- bottle yield perspective. Right. Well, the good thing is, is kind of the the lesser known. You know, so it's not like um, when everybody's going to be, you know, hammering to necessarily sure. get. But it's it's one I would love to introduce because, yeah, um, I'd love to try your guys' barrel. But yeah, they the samples they sent me um, have all been just just really great. Well, um, and there's their standard um, non you know cask strength is is pretty good all by itself mm-hmm. the, yeah. the Michelone I think is how they pronounce it right Michelone yeah I think Michelone I think there's a they because it's Italian I thought it was uh, Michelone well, we're know, all one of us is wrong or two of us are wrong I don't know <laughs> <laughs> but uh, even that's really good and then they do a pumpernickel rye which is yeah. just ridiculous. I mean, it's it's a what is it? Dark pumpernickel rye? Is that yeah, what they call it he was talking about how they harvest the grains and yeah. they harvest it at a different time when other people harvest. Well, um, and they do something different with it too, the way they prepare it too. Yeah, but it. I, Where it's, are you it's from? Amazing. I am in Jacksonville. Okay, Florida. Yep. All right. So we do, are we pouring into the glass or just one at a time? All three or just one? Uh, I'd go ahead and just line up all three. Um, just go ahead and get them ready. Um, and then, yeah, if you notice the the proof on, um, well, it says that the proof is um, 90.4. So these are supposed to be batch proof, which is around 98. I wonder if that's the case or if they did. Well, I thought it said, I thought it said batch. I didn't think it said batch proof in the letter. I thought it said batch uh, prepared or something like that. I thought it was yeah. like a, a weird now, phrase. That what, was- what, they, what they normally do is they... Um, before it goes to be in the, the secondary barrel, they'll add water. So you got like 125 proof product and they add water to around 99 proof. And that's when it goes into that secondary barrel to age. Um, and then it ages for close to another year. Um, and then they batch similar profiles together. And that's why we got this batch one, batch two, batch three. Mm. So they all have different oak, fruit, um, and just different profiles in general. Um, but these all say the traditional proof. Yeah, but, I saw that um, too. Forty-five point two percent. The will it be? The, it will be at the the lower proof, so it'll be at ninety point four, whatever yeah. the normal normal one is. But these might be, even though they're not labeled, these could be at the ninety-eight, ninety-nine proof, and that's mm, typically gotcha. what they are. Now, um, is this your I, second uh, barrel from Woodford? This is double This is. This is the third or it's the fourth. Nice. It's I think since I've been a member, it's his second. But uh okay. yeah. So like I've done one with you already. Yeah. I, I don't believe great. you've done another. I, I bought two of those because I think because of the lower proof you can get a little bit more usually out of them, but 
Mm-hmm. I got two of those, and I went through the first one quickly. I haven't opened the second one yet because I didn't want to. Now, with a more popular, you know, distillery, is the turnaround for a barrel pick for you, you know, you being you, um, quicker? Like, no if you hit up Old Forester tomorrow, could you have a barrel in, you know, <laughs> no. a month or two? No different for me. And, you know, sometimes it, it's crazy. Sometimes these, uh, the bigger guys, you know, take forever. Like, Knob Creek's probably, um, they, they take the longest. I think we were over seven months since the selection happened on this last run. That no, oh, from, from when you select to when, when I selected it, it to when they actually bought it. What about a wait list? Do you jump that wait list? Oh man, you're going to get me in trouble. No, or somebody, you don't have to answer that. You don't have to answer that. Cause well, I, what they'll, what they'll do sometimes I will say, um, uh, distilleries are catching on and they're trying to, in a good way, they're trying to um, not take away from states' allocations. Um, and so some of them are basically just uh, creating them for national exposure for, for clubs like mine. Sure. Um, and so a few distilleries are doing that. Um, and, uh, you know, I think you guys know I, I utilize two big retailers, one out of California and one out of New York. And that way I'm kind of able to dabble in both states' allocation. But, um, uh, being the bourbon enthusiast certainly helps. Sure. Yeah. And well, that, and it looks like you also get to like, cro- like co brand with some of the retailers. Sometimes I've noticed like yep. if that, I don't know if that's what you call it, but it seems like sometimes they, you know, they'll have their label on it as well and stuff like that. Yep. And then, I'll, yeah. So a lot of times, um, you know, I'll, what we can do, you know, a barrel selection, a joint barrel selection or the, you know, I asked the retailer, I'd be like, Hey guys, I, I had two delicious barrels. I know I'm going to need one for my club, maybe a little bit more. I was like, would you guys want the leftover bottles of that second barrel? And they're like, yeah. So that happens quite a bit, you know? Um, so yeah, it, it's a win-win for everybody. Yeah. I'll, I'll say so far, I've, I've really enjoyed your profiles. Mm-hmm. Um, same I, I, to be honest, I've been a part of a couple other clubs and I didn't enjoy them as much. Um, there were a couple of good ones, but I think primarily yours, I've been 100% on board with, except for one, and that was that barrel bourbon, the blend that you did. Uh, I didn't do the most, I think you've done one more recently too, but maybe it was like a year and a half ago. Um, I just didn't, I can't, I've tried it multiple times, but I just can't get behind it. Was that 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 expensive like Oloroso finish one? I don't think it was a finish. I think it was just a regular blend of theirs, maybe. I'd have to look at it again. Okay. Gotcha. But I, I don't know. I just didn't like it. I did, all the rest mm-hmm. of your picks, though, I've, I've really, really enjoyed. And that's gotcha. so like one out of however many bottles I've got. <laughs> yeah. well, we'll say that was a bad bottle you got. <laughs> <laughs> sure. I, I mean, honestly, that was the we lemon. can't line up 100% of the time. But yeah. I mean, for yeah. the most part, I've probably, oh, awesome. I probably bought yeah. at least 50 bottles, wouldn't you think? I oh, would, yeah. Absolutely. At minimum. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, I'm trying, to, I'm trying yeah. to be modest. <laughs> that's awesome. And I appreciate it. And, you guys might have seen this just from the barrels you got, but you know, when I do these, these barrel selections, like, you know, it sounds funny, but I do take them seriously and I, I really, you know, try them. And i sometimes I'll try them on, on multiple nights if I have the samples. Um, and then anytime I go to the distillery, you know, a lot of people just kind of taste through them, you know, and then they'll say, Oh, that one's a winner. That one's a winner. 
But if you don't, if you, if you're tasting samples just back to back to back to back, a lot of it can just blur together. And, you know, once you have a barrel, that's a lot sweeter, and then you go to taste one that's not sweet, that one might taste tannic or bitter when it wouldn't have otherwise tasted that way. Because it it followed the, yeah. So I, you know, the distilleries may or may not like this. I don't know, but you know, I always make them, you know, I pick the top samples that I've tried so far. We, you know, have them set them up for a blind tasting and we revisit them 30 minutes later, you know, give the palate a chance to reset and then I pick them. And then, you know, when I do all these barrel selections, I want it to be balanced. So I don't want it to, I don't want the finish to fall right off a cliff, you know, which, which happens with a lot of, a lot of barrel selections. I, you know, I want it to, to be fully flavored throughout, um, you know, and balance can mean different things to different people, but like, I don't want it to like knock you away with heat where you're trying to sift through that to find flavors on the back end. Mm-hmm. You know, I want it, if it's a high, you know, high octane pour, you know, I want it to be, you know, just as much flavor as that heat, you right. know, and that's kind of the balance that I'm looking for. Um, and then, you know, I want like a, a creamy texture too, you know, whenever something comes off thin and watery, you know, it just, it just doesn't do it for me. So I want it to, you know, kind of have that rich feel. I like um, that same viscosity yeah, and that like vis- tongue yeah, coating. That's, that's big with me. That is with me too. Yeah. And that's yeah. how I, I tend to always pick those types of things that oily, yeah. you know, feeling. Well, I think otherwise the, the taste doesn't linger as much. Yeah. I mean, that, yeah. that well, viscosity that's the thing. If, coats if, your if, tongue. If you got, yeah, exactly. And you got one of those thin pores. I mean, it's off your palate so quick. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, man, I didn't even really enjoy or taste it. Um, and then, you know, I do, t- you know, I don't want to say I'm overly sweet, but I do prefer like a, a nice balance of, of sweet oak. You know, I, I, I talk about sweet oak a lot in my tasting notes. Like I want the, the oak that's in there to, to lean sweet as opposed to tannic and bitter. Yeah. Um, and a lot of barrel selections, particularly when I'm dealing with some of the older stuff, um, you know, I can, you know, you can get a lot of tannic, you can get a lot of bitter, um, you know, where, you know, it hits you on the finish and just kind of ruins it. Um, so I, I want it to be balanced. I want it to be creamy if, if, if we can do that. And then, you know, like I said, I want that oak to, to be a nice, rich, sweet oak, as opposed to kind of those tannic and, and bitter notes that, you know, some barrels can pick up. Yeah. I, I, everything you said is probably the reason why I've enjoyed most of your picks. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah. I've, completely agree and i know that's that what you're looking for yeah, that's, usually too. yeah that's yeah. always my taste profile do we want to jump into this yeah. first one so we can sure. yeah let's do it so we're on let's do batch one i'm gonna take a take a little bit of notes here you know i like to write down kind of the dominant you know aromas i get and then you know at least kind of three or four of the the main profile flavors i get some notes here too Damn. So these these double oaks they're rich. Yeah, you know, I was that, just thinking that, the same thing. That. It's got a, I mean, it's it's got a strong nose, not in an ethanol way, but just it's like a lot really, of flavor. Really uh, sweet, yeah, it's right kind of powerful. Bar. Yeah, it's kind of got some dessert fruit notes, like a I don't know what do you call it, like a reduction. It does have like a darker fruit to me. Yeah. I'm getting a dessert too, and I almost said tiramisu, but that may be a little too yeah. specific. Nothing wrong with that. There might be a little little mocha vibe on the end. Yeah, yeah. maybe mocha is what it is. Like, yeah, and that's I think tiramisu cherry maybe. Yeah, tiramisu has like a coffee in it, like a coffee mocha. Yeah, I was going to say yeah. coffee, but it's a good it, coffee, like almost got, like a coffee bean. For me, I don't know. It's like got a 
it's got a, like some maple if you're searching for it, like a maple oh, spice. That's it. Yeah, that's sweetness. That's the that I agree with that definitely maple. And I I get maple and coffee. Like there's a for me it starts off with uh, the sweetness, and then there's like a a rich coffee type, like of a lingering. It. Yeah. it's it's kind of delayed. Yeah, I like the nose though. I do too. Yeah. This is a great nose. I have a feeling I'm not going to be disappointed by any of the noses on no. these, but no, these always these always do really well. All right, y'all ready to give it a taste? Yeah. Came off pretty fruity to me, um, like dark fruits. It's definitely good front to back. Yeah, and there's a nice little hug in the chest, but it's not yeah. it's not overpowering. But it doesn't, uh, like you said, it more than you off. would expect from ninety proof. You know, yeah. well, we don't know for sure. Well, like you said, it may be a little even higher. if it was just a hundred, right? Yeah, I think this is. I think this is the ninety-eight. It's definitely drinking like a ninety-eight, ninety-nine proof. Yeah, that maple spice is kind of translating to me. I get some of that spice that you're talking about. Um, yeah, I don't. Know. It's kind of got sweet maple and baking spice. Yeah, like, ba- blurred together. I get baking spice on that for sure. I'm not getting the sweetness of the maple on the tongue. I'm just getting it on the nose, which I was kind yeah. of hoping for me that would translate. When I go through. back to the nose on this after sipping it, I get a little bit more maple. But there's definitely some sort of dark fruit that I'm getting on the taste that I can't pinpoint. The oak, you know, it's not like a, it's not drying, but it's like a, it's like a tangy, it's like a tangy oak I'm getting. Um, I'm definitely getting some oak. Tangy oak's not a bad description. I like that. You know, it's got like a tang on the nose and it's just, um, you know, it's kind of hard to describe. What's your everyday drinker? Like, what do you go to when, uh, I know that's a hard question because you have so much (laughs) and and it's hard to not be brand loyal either. Or maybe I should ask you, what are you drinking currently? Like, what's your go-to currently? It's, it's probably most often I reach for is a wild turkey product. Okay. Uh, I you love know, the Russell's I, Reserve. Did you see their new bottle today? Did you like the reserve? Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. I've, got, I've, got, I've got it. Um, oh, you have their new yeah, bottle? Yeah, posted their new bottle. Yeah, it's, it's pretty yeah. sweet. Yeah. What's yeah. uh, that blue? Well, I've got the, the 1.75 of their new one. And then, yeah, they came out with the, the 750s that they revealed today. Yeah. That was their normal one. Yeah. I thought that looked, I mean, it was simple, but I like the little yeah. embossing or something that looked like it was on there. I think it's an upgrade. Um, you know, you'll have some some loyal old sure, school guys sure. who have a, have a problem with everything. But yeah, I thought it was great. <laughs> um, but yeah, and then um, I say a close second is anything old Forrester. Yeah, I'm yeah, excited about know, that Russell's Reserve you have coming out soon. I saw in the newsletter that there's going to be another Russell's Reserve, and that's that's one of my favorites and go tos. So I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, they're 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 some of my favorite, um, and just like. With with all my other selections, I'm going for like a sweet and creamy, and that's for Russell's Reserve. Um, they always end up being terrific, but yeah, th- those those Russells coming are going to be. I'll be waiting. They're fantastic. <laughs> they're fantastic. Is is it, is it just me, or does anyone else smell like a red wine? 
I think that's that fruit that you're talking yeah, about. I, just, I don't think it's for yeah. me. It's not red wine, but if there's a fruit note. Yeah, I don't have a problem. I mean, you if it's kind of got like that dessert porty portiness to Port. it. Kinda, yeah, that's a, yeah. I, I had a little floral in the beginning of it, but I didn't want to say it. Well, when I go back to the nose now, I kind of see what Tyler's talking about. It's yeah, it's it's fantastic. Yeah. Do you ever get a? As far as I can tell, you haven't done one yet, but do you have access or do you have anything lined up through Buffalo Trace yet? Yeah, that Buffalo Trace is just always, it's been a nightmare, to be honest. Um, they you have to uh, go through the same you know, they, lottery that everyone else does, or do they yeah, reach well, out to what some they, people? Yeah, no, I, I, I don't have to do that. You know, I, the, the problem is, is that the distilleries, they put it, uh, the, you know, Buffalo Trace, they put it in the hands of the distributors. Mm. And so those distributors kind of hold those barrel picks you know, kind of ransom, you know, they send them to whoever does the, the most for them type thing. Um, and even whenever you're, you know, I've, I've dealt with probably, I don't know, 12 retailers or pro- I'm probably up to like 12 retailers I've used in the past to, you know, to distribute, um, uh, some of my bottles. And the same thing happens every single time, you know, I first off for the club, which as you guys know, I want all the pricing to be right around retail. Sure. Yeah. Now the problem it with, you know, when you're dealing with a Buffalo Trace product is they know they can upcharge the hell out of it. That retailer can, sure. regardless mm-hmm. of who picks it, you know, in their store. And so it's the, that's kind of the, the never ending dilemma is trying to get them to get, you know, give you your, the allocation that they get, um, and then to price it fairly. Yeah. Um, you and, know, and you guys so. get down in, um, Florida, like I have a, a buddy that I'll send, um, you know, Weller Antique that I can get, we can get on the shelf up here super easily, but he'll, he'll have store picks of um, Eagle Rare down there that he can grab at retail. It's like, what is it, 50 bucks Eagle Rare for a store pick that he, you know, he'll send me anytime. I'm I like, mean, I Jesus call Christ. That retail, but that's, I mean, you know. yeah, but that's not an outrageous <laughs> price for a, no, it's, yeah. I mean, it's not. It's double, you know, double, almost double the, store price of what we pay here for a regular eagle rare yeah so yeah here here in florida we don't it's only one retailer that uh carries weller it's the weirdest um (laughs) setup you know i'm not sure how they finagled that or got that done but yeah it's been like that for years so you can only buy weller from one retail operation in all of florida and all but you guys have well it's also the biggest retailer we have here well you guys have the uh what is the abc vault or yeah and yep you know, I don't know how your point system works or whatever, but you know, I know when you know that opens up, everyone has access to some some pretty yeah. cool stuff and, at retail. Yeah. In in Florida, the ABC Vault is kind of the the thing that everybody does, and it is a a pretty decent way to get the allocated bottles. Um, you know, I think you got to spend it's like five thousand points, but you can get uh, I think up to ten points per dollar you spend, so you can get there relatively easy. Um, as opposed to like a total wine club or something. Um, and then, yeah, they, I think, you know, I've, I've always been a member of it. So I've got like, uh, I don't know, three invites already this year. And that same thing I've got Weller, I think I got Weller 12 and then EH Taylor single barrel. Nice. Yeah. But you know, it's, yeah, it's, it sounds like it's pretty difficult everywhere, but, um, you know, if you got a, if you got a good liquor store that kind of has a good loyalty program like that, you know, it's worth it. We're all we're a control state here in Ohio, so we don't yeah. get uh, it's anything. Yeah, I mean we get Weller Special Reserve and we get Weller Antique One Hundred Seven, 
And then everything, like most everything else is lotto. Um, But like Blood Oath will hit the stores. I mean, you'll get some stuff that hits the stores, but the big, big stuff, like all the BTAC and the, you know, big releases of like E.H. Taylor and stuff like that, or or Blanton's Gold or something like that, that's that's lotto. So you have to basically sign up, use your driver's license, and then a certain select group of people actually always win it every time, but whatever. (laughs) Mysteriously. The same people will always win. I don't know how, but. It's, It's pretty crazy. I will say Ohio, um, that's by far my biggest state. Um, I thought Florida was going to end up being my biggest, like for club members and just, uh, you know, in general. But, um, I think, uh, Ohio has like double the closest next state, you know, it's, uh, it doesn't surprise me. Huge. I've, I've read, I've read something. Yeah. But I, I've also read stuff that like Ohio is one of the, the top bourbon consumer states in the entire nation. And I was like, it definitely is by my insights. It's a way to, well, when you have nothing else to fucking, (laughs) when you live in a state of cornfields, all you can do is drink. Yeah. (laughs) All right. We knows in the second one. Yeah. Let's go. Let's go to batch two. Now, is there any other, um, distillery that you've had trouble with as far as just being impossible or the distributor? Kind of holding back on some stuff. Well, he's not going to tell us that because that's not going to help his odds. <laughs> well, I will say, yeah, you know, Buffalo Trace, obviously, you know that that's been the that's been the main one. I'd say all the other ones I've pretty much been able to um, to get into. I would say Four Roses is becoming much more difficult, um, sure. mainly because they they have a you know they're not releasing you know as many barrels, but um, they're really trying to. Um, not not take care of like national market. They want to just take care of whatever whatever the local market is. They don't like the idea of barrel selections going to a nationwide club. Gotcha. You know, so so they're really trying to crack down and try to make sure that wherever those barrels go, you know, they stay in that market. And they're the ones that did um, the no uh, stickers and wax or anything additional yeah, now yeah. too, right? To that's, try to that's what they just came out with. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, any. Uh, I, you know, any concern with that for you? I mean, I know that the first one I got from you, Barrel Strength, that had the, the dog sticker on it, I think. But the, the no, second one was just um, standard. I'll comply um, sure. with whatever the distiller's wishes are. Um, you know, worst comes to worst, there's going to be a sticker sent along with it. You do whatever you want. Yeah. That's uh, a good... You well, know that's I mean? a Breaking Bourbon does that. I don't think they ever attach yeah. their stickers. They just send them with the with the yeah. uh, bottle so that's that's a way around it to yeah. some degree and then you do whatever you want with it like i usually just put them on my little podcast box here so yeah but nice yeah so second one we know right. in this one sample two all right i've been nosing and i have i see what you guys think Ooh. you know i get um I mean, obviously, there's some similarities to the the previous one, yep. but I get um, I get like a a dry what is it cacao powder, you know, vibe to it. It's like a like a dry chocolatey. It does have a drier nose to it. I'm getting mm-hmm. all it's kinds like a of, dry sweetness to me. See, I'm getting all kinds of cherry. Yeah, I'm getting cherry and I get a lot of cherry. Is what I'm actually I'm getting the maple again, and I'm getting cherry. I agree with yeah, that. Yeah, the maple that maple's definitely there. But I I agree, it does kind of come off as like a dry yeah. nose. I. I if that's a thing. Yeah, I mean, 
I think cherries are in there. So like a dark cherry. Yeah, like a yeah. that's I'm getting all kinds of dark cherry. I would agree. For me, that's what's standing out the, more than anything. Well, the maple to me is really, really present, I feel like. Um Yeah. And then of course there's there's barrel char, but that kind of goes without saying with a double oak product, but but I think that's kind of the dry the dry part of it is kind of that that char, that barrel. That makes sense. Oh, and I forgot to tell you, the other thing that I do, you guys don't need to do this, but I always, I always give them like a kind of gut rating, yeah. um, you know, out of five. So, you know, I'll, I'll rate them, you know, I'll go through them and just kind of give them a, a brief rating without even thinking about what I rated the previous one. And then I kind of go from there. When I do that, I usually middle of the road for the first one just so i have plenty of room to up or down if i need to <laughs> that yeah. first one's the hardest one to rank when we do that we haven't yeah. done that in a while though we haven't done a blind in a while that's the, yeah. that's the difference yeah. we need to do that again i love blinds yeah they're fun every one of them's uh <laughs> every one of them <laughs> is you what is it early times early bottled times and bond, bottled bond yeah <laughs> we did one it was like five different bottled and bonds it was like budget bottled and bonds and like everyone, I'm like, oh, that's the early times. Oh no, that one's the early times. <laughs> it's tough, isn't it? Yeah, yeah it really Blinds is. Are the uh, great equalizer. Yeah, yeah, like they'll the... they'll set you straight real quick. All right, I'm I'm diving. Are y'all ready to yeah. taste? That's an airy mouth. And that one's different. Huh? Yeah, yeah. I feel that like... one's lighter. It's yeah, that's what I was gonna say. It's. I wouldn't say quite thinner, but the the mouth the mouth feel right. is still viscous, but it's a lighter flavor. I feel like, but and I feel like the the, the flavors aren't as deep and dark as yeah. I think it's definitely fl- less flatter. on the um, less on the front. I get a little bit more in the back of the tongue, but the finish isn't as it's a little bit flatter. I get almost nothing on the front of the tongue. It all hits the back of my tongue, and like you said, it's a quick finish. I don't get that viscosity that I like on this one. There's there's this some one, viscosity it there. Lingers. Yeah, it lingers, yeah, it lingers with like uh, maple syrup and some French toast action. Yeah, yeah. There's I see. I thought the finish actually stuck with really? me a little bit more, and it wasn't. Does anyone get dark chocolate on the back end of this? I don't, I'm gonna have to go back to it a little bit more here. Yeah, I only had one sip. Yeah, I could see dark chocolate, but um. Yeah, that maple's kind of the dominant yeah. that I'm getting. I need another drink of water then. I'm not getting that at all. Maple? <clears throat> yeah, I'm not getting the maple. I, I keep getting all kinds of cherry off of it. That Mountain Dew messed you up, man. <laughs> <laughs> this is my San Pellegrino mineral water. <laughs> there you go. I got some of those too. Love those things. Oh, this one's actually the uh, Bourbon Enthusiast class. Oh, there you go. Oh, there we go. <laughs> I think Tyler has the other one, maybe. Yeah, he does. I do. <clears throat> this is a Breaking Bourbon one. Middle West. Oh, man. How dare you. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I got a pretty good handle on that one. Um, More of the maple's yeah. coming through on the nose yeah. now. After I've had a few drinks. It's what I interesting for me is 
I feel this on a lot of different bourbons, but like the more and more I drink it, I feel like the more and more I get, and that's probably pretty common, but like to me, like sometimes I, I won't get a lot of complexity and then I'll keep drinking and then it just kind of more different and more notes, notes come start out. to yeah, present themselves. I, I, I don't know why. It, it's definitely less in the front, but I the taste, the, the linger taste of this one, I like a little bit more than the first one. I like the back of the tongue taste. You're right. On the front of the tongue, I'm not getting a, a ton, yeah. but as it goes back, I start to get like this. Um, oh, there's that chocolate. I got it now. Yeah. And I think that's what I was getting ready to say too, was I'm starting to get a little bit of chocolate on the back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's the very back of my tongue. I do. I do. I do. I do. I do like this one. Um, I, I like them both actually so far, but I feel like this is going to be a tough decision. But it'll be a good one either way. Yep. <laughs> yeah, well, you can't lose. I, no, these these are these are these are always really well done. They're like absolute flavor bombs. I mean, they always have a nice dessert profile. Um, and the double oaked in general is just a good one to break out every now and then, you know. Yeah, I always overlook it. And then I'll see it sitting on the shelf and I'm like, mm-hmm. I haven't had that in a while and I'll I'll get into it because it's just such a nice it's an easy to drink. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, I get lost so much in like the the complexities of bourbons and stuff that this is just kind of a nice. Um, I don't know, like this and like a toasted barrel, or something like that. Every once in a while, I want to go mm-hmm. to something like that. It's just kind of a nice. Um, Completely agree, and I tend to order it out a lot too. You know, because I can always count on it, and yeah. I know it's you know full of flavor, and and it's reasonably with priced other usually too. too. You know, they'll they'll enjoy it. And there's no place that I've ever been that actually really destroys you price-wise with a yeah with a wood yeah it's, exactly that's what i'm saying they're, they're always priced pretty good yeah although i think my very first pour of that was 18 dollars uh yikes at a hotel in hotels are never chicago <laughs> well hotels are not a big a good hotel place yeah to, especially if they're the trendy type <clears throat> all right i'm ready to rinse my palate and go to number three here I need another swig of water for sure. So I got, um, so for barrel selections, um, gosh, this weekend I, I selected a barrel of, um, what is it? Yellowstone. That actually turned out amazing. Um, had a very crazy profile, like a, like a sweet tobacco and toffee, like an old timey mm. profile, but it just, it went really well. Um, and then I just got yeah, the samples um, to do our first Angel's Envy. Um, oh, cool. Really? Yeah. So that one's uh, supposedly the most sought after program well, they just started uh, in the it, country right, right now. Yeah. yeah, they just started it. Um, they cannot get enough barrels. Um, so fortunate that we were able to get one. And that, that's going to have like a really nice yield of like 300 um, oh, nice. oh, wow. bottles. Yeah. So I'll be selecting that one soon. Got two more barrels of Russell's reserve to select. Ooh, I'm um, so excited about those Russell's reserve. Yeah, Are, man, these, these samples I've got this year, probably the best I've ever, ever had. Like, um, like the last eight I did, I got eight samples for the barrel selections. Um, and you know, anything that I have in the club, I have to rate it at least, uh, I want it to be at least a four out of five, you know, and I also do like 
quarter increments, like 4.25, you know, four and a half. Um, but I want everything to be at least a four to make it into the club. And every barrel I got on this last bat, you know, these, this last wow. sample set was at least a four. Um, I mean, they were just crazy good, crazy creamy. Um, and well, they were like chocolate covered cherries all over. Oh man. You yeah. had, I, I don't remember what it was, but I've, I think I've seen it multiple times in your feed about not selecting from a batch. Like, yeah. You know, saying, oh, they just weren't up to, you know, what I wanted. And yeah. so we just didn't do any of them type of thing. How often yeah. does that happen? Uh, a lot. Um, I turned down, I turned down um, a lot of, a lot of barrels um, and a lot of entire sample sets. Um, I actually turned down two this past week um, that just, that just weren't up to it. Um, I, I don't know if I should say the thing. brand's names, but yeah, they just, uh, yeah, that's they won't work, but yeah, it happens all the time. Um, and then, you know, the typically if I'm dealing with a good <laughs> distillery, um, you know, they'll, they'll go back to the drawing board and, you know, they'll cherry pick some more and then give it another go. Sure. Other times I just won't hear from them again. Well, I mean, honestly, they have to, I, as much as you probably want to be offended by someone not liking your barrel selections that you send out to someone, you have to understand that everyone's different. Yeah. Yeah. Every taste yeah. profile is different. I mean, what you send away yeah. is, is less than you know four rankings. Someone else might think, oh my gosh, this is really good. So, yeah. I mean, I, that's why like, I love like finding stores or this club like where I agree with the taste profiles. Because mm-hmm. like Papa Joe's, for example, out in Indiana, right over the border, Mo mm-hmm. always goes over there and gets me bottles from them. And their taste profile on mine usually aligns pretty well. And same thing with your yeah. club. Like I, I love it. So, I mean, I can awesome. generally, you know, count on what they've selected to be something I'm going to enjoy. But awesome. That's not always the case though. Do you have any yeah. Heaven Hill stuff in the works at all? Or do you get anything from Heaven Hill? Yeah, so Elijah Craig's coming up. Oh, nice! Um, a barrel that'll proof? be that'll be my first in-person distillery selection, like over a year. Oh, wow! Um, so that's that's next month. Um, what stinks about it is, is as these, I mean, it's awesome the distilleries are starting to open back up, and I'll take any any you know, you know, any chance I can get to go to Kentucky. But um, they're limiting, um, you know. I think, uh, heaven Hills at like four people max. And typically it's like eight to 10, oh, wow. um, for most of them. So, um, I'm not going to be able to bring as many, um, as I wanted to, but yeah, heaven Hills coming up. I'm trying to get us a barrel proof, um, nice. Elijah Craig. Um, so we'll see if that happens. Um, I might be selecting, um, another larceny or a second Elijah Craig. So we'll see. Um, the larceny you did was really good. That was yeah. good. Yeah. I forgot about that yeah. one. I have it and I like I have it that too. Yeah. Yeah, that's just a great everyday, and I had a really nice age. I think what was mine like seven or eight like, years old. I think, I think so. seven, but it was. I, I just Larceny is one of those again, like the regular Larceny is one of those overlooked mm-hmm. bourbons. Uh-huh. I mean, yeah, everyone wants to get their barrel proof, but their regular Larceny is really good too. Yeah, it's weird. Um, larceny when you when you look at the reviews, it's very kind of polarizing. You know, it there, is. there's people that love the profile, and there's some people that seem to be offended by it. Kind of like the like almost. <laughs> probably not to the scale that Dickel is, but almost like that. Um, you know, some people love it and some people just think it's the worst thing ever. Um, but no, I like it. I think it's a great everyday weeder. It's a very soft profile. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I was really happy with, with how that last barrel turned out. 
You haven't done a Luxro like a distillers collection yet, have you? Have, we oh yeah, that's that's coming next. Uh, yeah. My my bottles arrive. Um, it might be here today uh, at the front porch, but we'll see. Awesome. Um, that's going to be the next release. I thought um, I saw it in the two, works, but okay. Those two, if they're anything like the samples I selected, which I will tell you, sometimes things change, sometimes for the better, for the worse. But those samples blew me away. Now, um, did you do I've never one got, of each? Uh, like the, the these crazy notes that I got from those. Um, so I'm excited when those bottles come in. But yeah, that's actually going to be the next club uh, release. It's going to be Ezra um, and Rebel. Oh no! Nice. Oh, we I love, love we Rebel. love Luxro. <laughs> yeah, they're yeah. they're tasting their Carnosaur. <laughs> They're connoisseur tasting. <laughs> Jeff called it the connoisseur. T- <laughs> um, the, their connoisseur tasting is that was that tasting was amazing. Yeah, yeah, it was really good. And we went during COVID, so like you, the tour was kind of you know very very tame and into uh, a couple rooms. Yeah, expedited. You, you watched a movie. You went through a couple rooms, and then they ran you real quick into the into the tasting room, the bar, and they gave you the four. It was Old Ezra, it was Blood Oath, it was um, their 12-year... 12-year. And then the, uh, what was the... Did I already say Blood Oath? Rebel 100, Blood Oath. Yeah, the 10-year Rebel. That wasn't 100. What'd y'all think about that 12-year? Oh, I I love that. that. Yeah, I I love that. Yeah. That 12-year is fantastic. Yeah, Especially for the... I mean, it's expensive, but you're like, that's... But it's good. It's so good. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then I love... I personally love their Rebel single-barrel 10-year. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, like I think yeah. is that behind you over there, over your head, or is that? Yes, it is. Yep. Yeah. Yep. I love their Rebel single. And I don't. And know. they just changed the the packaging of that too. It's it looks sure. pretty cool. I don't know if you've done one in the past, uh, but do you see yourself doing an Old Forester at their one hundred proof? Yes, um, and I love that. That'd be my everyday drinker, to be honest. If, yeah, like, if I had enough of my barrel picks of that one hundred <laughs> proof, I'd be drinking that every single night. Um, but yes, I'm working on that now. Um, but I, I felt I had the chance to grab a barrel proof or sure. 100 and I had to go with the, yeah. the barrel proof right now. But, um, yeah, so I'll be trying to do 100 proof next. And that's going to be one of those ones where I'm going to try to, uh, try to get that national, um, thing to try to not pull away from a state's alloc, you know, a state's allocation yeah. see if they can to be honest, come up magically with a couple barrels. I think Old Forester, like I love Old Forester. I think we all do. Yeah. Their barrel strength is good, but their hundred proof stuff and and even just their regular signature one hundred. Yeah. The shelfer that's like twenty dollars. It's outstanding. Yeah. Like the hundred proof is almost like the perfect, you know, uh uh proof for their bourbon, for their mash bill, I think. How much is their regular rye? Not the regular rye is like twenty something, I think. Yeah, yeah, it's cheap, like twenty two, twenty three bucks. Yeah. I think. Yeah, isn't that wild? How you go from their uh, their regular rye being twenty bucks? Oh, I will say something slightly negative. Um, <laughs> the barrel proof rye, like I, I'm not a I'm not a huge fan. Yeah, I think that's um, going to be another. Problem I had really one. really high expectations for it, um, and then I tried it next to the hundred proof, and I'm like, I'm taking the hundred proof. But all the, day long. I mean, I don't know what their mash bills like. They're I, I feel the same way. I love all their barrel strength stuff that we've done that we've had. I've gotten a mm-hmm. few of those, but I prefer their hundred proof. Like I, it's just a, yeah. it's right at and and even like you know their nineteen ten nineteen twenty those are a little higher, but I honestly think their hundred proof is is the that's like that bullseye proof mm-hmm. level for their mash bills. Yeah. With, and with their, with their aging techniques, you know, with, uh, 
you know, the way they have those temperature controlled heat cycled warehouses. Um, and they tend to be, I don't want to say younger, but they are, you know, you know, they, they, they bottle, you know, in the four to six year range, you know, and they claim because of that heat cycling, you know, it gets a lot more maturity and oak exposure, which is right. true. Yeah. Um, but I, I think you're exactly right. You know, you know, at barrel strength, sometimes it can come off unbalanced, chaotic. Um, and that, that hundred proof is a great happy medium. Um, and I, it, it just drinks so well, but I will say, um, just to, just to promote the next old Forster barrel strength I've got coming. I'm getting it. Um, Don't worry about that. Yeah. It, <laughs> I'll be getting it. It is. <laughs> no, but listen, this one, this one blows any, any, any of them I've ever done. Really? This is the smoothest 126 proof. Damn it. Tyler, ever. we're tearing up. And tear up now. It's, it, it's, right. it, it, it's, it's unbelievable. Um, it, it's so good. Yeah. But anyways, what are we tasting here? <laughs> yeah, Let's, we're on uh, batch three here. <laughs> All right, a, we're on sample good, three, right? That was a good yeah. reset, right? We had a chance to reset there. Ooh. I, I know. I like so this far, nose. I think this, this is, has been my favorite nose. Same. So far. This is my favorite nose. This is this is campfire charred marshmallows. Yeah. I was I got getting marshmallow. marshmallows, but I'm also getting a dark fruit on this one, too. I don't know if you guys are getting that, but... Oh, it's man. It's less maple to me. But there's like a smoky, like, marsh... Yeah, the smoky, like, marshmallow marsh- or something like that. But, like, in the sweetest way possible, yeah. not like a... Yeah, like it's a like it's a toasted like, not like marshmallow, a harsh, not a, not like a, a burnt a, marshmallow, like a toasted one. I yeah. love burnt yeah. marshmallows. I know you do. You weird. Yeah, I would burn the shit out of my marshmallows every time I make them. So weird. Yeah, let's go with charred charred marshmallows. Is the name <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean it's got the dark fruit. I'm I'm getting mm. the hints of maple, but you're right, it's not as dominant. Not um, as before. Yeah, I'm getting dark fruit and marshmallow more than I'm getting the maple this time. Dark fruit for me as well. That's funny how your different nostrils can give you a different uh-huh. nose. Then I hit the microphone with my yeah. glass. That's the only problem. Yeah, it's morphing into chocolate to me. Maybe maybe almost a mocha element. I th- I'm just getting deeper, richer fruit the more I sniff. Uh, more I get I more cherry as I smell more like or a dark fruit. Maybe it's not cherry, but um, the more I shove my giant nose in that glass, I get more and more cherry. <laughs> the schnoz. The you got to get in there. We call it the schnoz. I'm going to dive into this because it's this one's intriguing. I, I feel like this is my favorite nose so far. Same. Ooh. That's got some that's, oak. That's rich. And that's got the texture too. Yeah, that I was gonna say that's got mm-hmm. the texture. I've got a nice little mm-hmm. oak on the back of the tongue. A good yeah. it's a good oak too. Like you said, the sweet oak. That's exact uh, that's exactly what I was writing down with the exclamation point. Sweet oak on the finish. Mm-hmm. That Slow one finish jumped out too. Of me. That that one jumped out of me. I get oak a lot of times, but that one jumped out in mm-hmm. a good way. Man, a little I- bit more on the front too. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is honestly like a combination of both uh, the first and the second one. <clears throat> Got a longer finish that I like. Oh, really? I love the finish on this yeah. one. I love this. And it, it's not a net. I mean, there's a little heat there, but it's very enjoyable. No, it's, I'm not getting a big chest hug or anything really? like that. I get a, but I'm getting a, just a, a it's touch. A, it's not falling off, as as you know. You said. I, I think it's it's lingering, but it's not like warming me up in the chest like yeah that. It, it's not unbearable but it, it's no 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 a slow little it's nice and i like it I, I like those long finishes i don't like when it just is gone 
Right. Like that second so it's one. A, it's a, a warming finish. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's a good description. A warming finish. That's what I'm here for, guys. A, a pleasant warming it's finish. Like a hug, it's like a hug from your grandma. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I like this one. I do, too. <laughs> I like this one a lot. But, I, I again, I'm going to have to go back just to compare a little bit because, you know, as we've gone, you know, maybe our... Uh, and again, I, how how often? So you usually wait sometimes and and go back and revisit these. With, or? With, when we're doing with three, I think we're okay just to dive right into whatever we think our top two are. Okay, and maybe just kind of try those back to back. But yeah, I, I think with three, yeah, we don't we don't got to take too much time with these. Um, but yeah, these uh, hmm. these are these are nice. So if I'm eliminating one. I'm eliminating the second one. That's me personally. Um, the first and the third were my two favorite. The th- I would so I I like the nose on the second one better than the first one, but I think overall I like the first one better than the second mm-hmm. one. The third one right now is is my leader in the clubhouse, but I agree for me as well. I think we're all in agreement there. So and Tyler, y'all want to just push out too. <laughs> For me, I'm pushing out too. Okay, so two, be gone. You gone. So any input, Tyler? You're just sitting over there. Like, I like that. This one, this yeah. last one. Yeah. He says I like. Is this it. your favorite too? For sure. So now that you've been so in the time of COVID, before COVID, were you doing these sample based? Um, no, no. This is all. all this is all still kind of new to me. Um, I was I was going to Kentucky almost. If it wasn't every month, it was at least every other month. Um, and that's, that was my preference. So I would always, you could request um, samples, um, but I would always try to go to the distilleries to get and try the experience to experience and all that you know, stuff. As many club members as I could. But yeah. yeah, this, this past year is just, it's been crazy. Well, um, I just, I just didn't what, know if they did any of that beforehand. Like the, the samples, like, did some places, you know, defer to samples all the time or, or did they all have the experience where you could come in and. So good, good question. So actually Woodford for the double Oak program is only done by samples. It's not where you go into the distillery and, and, and pick out anything. They just send you these kits. Um, the kits really cool by the way. Yeah. Yeah. They they, they did it upright. Yeah. Um, and I will, I, there's another, there's probably two other distilleries that kind of do, um, a product that samples only, but yeah, for the most part, um, everybody was more than happy for you to, to come in and, and do it. And obviously they want kind of the exposure showing off the distillery and everything, but, um, I'm excited to get back to it, man. It's been a long, it's been a long year. Uh, Listen, I joined your club in like December of two years ago. So two two December's ago. And so, like, I was in line to be, like, I think yeah. April, and then that was right when they started cutting everything off, and I'm like, oh, you got to be kidding me. So, I've been chomping yeah. at the bit now for, you know, the better part of a year and yeah. a half to, to do one of these on-site. Like, that's the... Well, um, what are... Um, you got the dates. Did you um, did you select I New replied. Riff as one of those? Um, I don't... Or not? I, I Let me look at and see what I replied with. Um, to okay. be honest, I don't remember oh. what the options were. Um, well, there's there's going to be, gosh, what's this next trip? So we've got the Heaven Hill, which I can't really bring anybody on. Then we got New Riff. Oh, and we got Wilderness Trail. 
So oh, that's I said I said Heaven Hill and Limestone were my two, but I but New Riff would be fine. I mean, New Riff's like two hours away from us. Yeah. yeah. Oh, is it? Yeah, okay. and it's. I mean, it's just we're Cincinnati. we're in Columbus, Ohio, so it's just right across the river okay. from you know it's in that party source uh, yeah. parking yeah. lot. <laughs> it's right there. But okay. uh, yeah, I mean, honestly, it, it whatever. I mean, to be honest, uh, and actually, no, damn it. <laughs> you leaving date? Yeah, so my wife and I just booked a vacation over that week. So, um, to where? Florida. We're going. We're going to. Oh, nice. Florida. We're actually going to Siesta Key, and um, so Siesta Key. Yeah, opposite side of the state. But this is May twelfth. Oh no, we're gonna be we're gonna be around there too. Um, the week the week before probably. Yeah, I think we leave on. We're, it's a Sunday to Sunday, so July twenty fifth. I think is that nice. Sunday. Um, right in hurricanes. Yeah. <laughs> right, right in hurricanes. No, but right, well, our best friends moved well, down to Inglewood or whatever, uh, okay. so we are staying in Siesta Key to visit them. So we'll we'll set you up for um, something. I'm trying to I'm trying to fill in because I've I've got like barrel selections lined up in July and October, and I'm trying to get some in between. Um, so I'm waiting. They're just taking forever to get back to me, but there should be some more dates coming up soon well yeah, even no i mean even in uh december we always take our uh yearly trip on my birthday december 4th to um kentucky which happens to be like repeal they probably don't do any selections no. <laughs> on that weekend because it's repeal weekend oh, or whatever. Okay. but anyway yeah. yeah i mean if you yeah. should i mean we'll send dude and we'll we'll go drink we'll do some <laughs> we'll do some i'm not i'm not worried about it we'll get there all right so y'all going back to batch one and all right, so batch one versus batch three now, right? Yep. All right, yeah. so now that we've still got plenty left, I'm just that is the consensus, board. right? The top, yeah, top two, I think so. Pretty much. Where are you at? Where's one? Right this there? is one. Uno, one or three? <laughs> this your one? I think that's yep. one. That's not your original, yeah. right? Going back to my my ratings that I did, man, they're they're really there's a big discrepancy. Um, I'll be interested to see what what one tastes like now. You want to pour out the other one right now? Yeah, I'm going to pour them both. Well, so my question about the samples, I guess the real reason I was asking that was because I was wondering, like, if they send you samples, like, you're not going through the entire thing, right, when you do these. So you have some left over, I'm assuming, almost every time. About half the time. So, um... The distilleries now, um, I don't know why, but I'm getting smaller and smaller samples. Like all the Russell's Reserve have were two ounce samples. Oh, well, that's hard to make a decision yeah. off two ounces. You ounce. can't, you can't, you can't even like I'm barely even have enough to do my my tasting. Um yeah. just just with one person for that. Um and what's what's really been a little strange, I guess, is maybe the the time that the samples take to get to me and just how fast everything's moving right now. Um, they're putting me on like a crazy time crunch. Like that's why I've had to select six barrels like in the last six days straight because yeah. they were I had timelines due. So by the time I got the samples, like the next day or the day of an the selection was due. Wow. But yeah, like it's it's been it's been the, crazy. the pressure to drink bourbon. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hurry yeah. up and drink. But not, not only that, like I have to start early. <laughs> I got right. I got to start early in the day to yeah, get Yeah, because you have multiples possibly. Yeah, that's crazy. So yeah. we do we want to do this in reverse order this time, or what? What do you usually do? 
Well, we just well, finished with three. Considering we just yeah, ended with I the three, I might, yeah, yeah. I might just dive back right. to the one and see what I think I'm, now I'm that I went through. <laughs> Not to. No, no, I'm overthinking it, I'm sure. Let me get some water. It's a cozy little setup you got there, man. Uh, yeah, it's my little man cave that's been. Well, the, so the, the stuff back there is uh, temporary because we're. I don't know if you've ever seen my post. Oh, on, the room you got going. Yeah, on, right? so that all that yeah. all that came out of the original closet. I was. You have a dining room. I have a closet. I mean, <laughs> but uh, so like we just finished that. Take room. what you can get. You yeah. take what you can get. That's awesome, man. No, I, I've been following along. It looked great. Did you see the secret entrance yet? Have you seen that? Yeah, man. The the yeah, bookshelf. That thing's awesome. Yeah, that's. It just got finished, so now it looks I've, great. Yeah. yeah. It's right there, so we're looking at it. <laughs> He's like, "What the fuck are they looking at?" Have you gone wood shopping for that yet? No, not yet. Because Andrew's out till the twentieth, so oh, okay. I'm not in a rush right now. I love the nose on this one. Yeah, this I nose do. is actually. I love this nose. This nose has just kind of crept back up on me now. Same. Um, I was liking the nose of two a little bit more originally, but I now that we're back at this one. Yeah, like there's some floral or something. I got floral initially. I am getting the maple is really there. The caramel, maybe it is yeah, caramel. Maple, but it's, caramel. Oh no, I'm it's getting a caramel. Strong, yeah, I'm getting a strong caramel. Yeah, actually now. Wow. Yeah. No, I'm. This nose is really picked up for me. I'm actually getting caramel now. Yeah. Like caramel, caramel, whatever. Yeah, there's there's nothing wrong with that. No, it, it does have a creamy mouth feel too, which is not. It's really a bad front thing. to back for the taste for me. I feel like maybe the finish got a little shorter sure. for some reason. Well, I think the last, in my opinion, the last two that we've had were a little bit longer, and it's just yeah. emphasized. See, I'm. I feel like the finish got me right here. Um, Do I don't. It. I don't have much heat on this one. I feel like, I wouldn't call it heat, but it was just a nice hug. Nice nah, hug. Not me. Let me go back in. The taste. Uh, I mean, the the finish is nice, but it's not as nice as the third. I I prefer the nose on this one for sure. There's just yeah. A I lot think the nose on the one. nose on one is exceptional. There's a lot in that nose. You're telling me. <laughs> yeah you can do it you can dissect that one for a while yeah come up with all kinds of crazy notes i think with that um you know i haven't went back to the third but i, I feel like the third one though is is more powerful i'm saving a um, drink in this yeah. on the on the palate cool we do this weird thing that someone told us about like smelling your skin Kind of helps to oh, reset yeah. your nose. It'll if, reset. It'll if you reset see us, like, sure, yep. you know, I don't have like, you know, a little Coke on my wrist that I'm like taking a bump real quick. <laughs> Not today. We, we believe you. No, that, yeah, that's, that's the same trick I do too. Yeah. Oh, I actually believe it more than for a while. Yeah. I was like, I don't know. You know, I've had my, other one people of my, tell me that. One too, of my though. first trips out to uh, MB Rolling with, with Paul, the owner, uh, which was a great experience, by the way. Um, yeah, that, that's, that's where he, he had told me about it too. And, um, we had an epic tasting that day. That'd be Roland. I'll tell you what. That 
So I opened that up the other day, and generally what I'll do is I'll pour some, I'll go do some things, let it kind of sit, oxidize a little bit, whatever. Um, I came back to that, and I there's something about pot still that there's a texture to it. Like, it's not, it's different. It, 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 Completely agree. And, um, but not only that, you know, I don't know if you've dived into MB rolling too much, but they have, I haven't. That's my I've first never ever. seen a lower distillation proof. And that's where, you know, everybody wants to talk about the barrel entry proof, well, you know, but well, it, who was it? Stitzel Weller that used to do the low yeah, barrel proof, right? Or exactly. Or, uh, you know, and a lot of people, and, and a lot of them used to be under a hundred, uh, you know, well, their, their barrel entry proofs would be lower and then they would also use a, a lower, um, you know, distillation proof, but everything just kind of kept creep, creeping up on that. Right. Um, well, money, you know, but, um, yeah, but, uh, they use, they use one of the lowest. So it, everything comes off the still at like 110 and, and what a lot of distilleries try to do is they try to find that balance, you know, because the lower you distill at the more flavors and, and all the oils and everything that that is going to keep. So they're trying to find that happy medium where they're kind of eliminating what they feel is the bad, you know, and they're kind of where it's coming up as a cleaner tasting spirit. Um, but that, you know, MB Rowling kind of leaves it all in there and they, you know, that, that's his profile and he wants it to be, and that's where it also gets that crazy viscose, you know, the viscosity yeah, from, yeah. Um, is from that lower distillation proof. And they add water at no stage in the, in that at all. So it, whenever it comes off the still at around 110, it goes into the barrel at 110. Huh, cool. When it comes out, no water's added. Um, that's what I love about them. And they produce like, well, I think they're, they're producing more now. I think they just got a, a new still, um, which is just a bigger pot still bigger than what they now. had. Um, they were only producing like one barrel a day. Yeah. Know? Well, that's so, how Woodenville started awesome. too. I mean, Woodenville yeah. was similar. They were doing like yeah. one or two barrels a day and yep. then now they're, you know, they've increased their production as well. But yeah. I, you know, that I, I don't know if you've read Pappy Land or not, but like this, the story on Pappy Land. I got it right there. Yeah, it's it's an it's an outstanding story. I've actually reached out to the author. He hasn't replied back to me. I was hoping to get him on here, but um, I'm sure he's got he is ESPN and all that. But yeah, um, yeah. I but I tell you what, it's a it's a phenomenal story. And just hearing the history of like the Stitzel Weller and the you know the way they used to do it, and then like when he came in and he was buying up the old bottles or the old barrels, you know that almost like they didn't even know what they had because it's just exactly. these mega corporations just come in and buy these places up and, and yep. they didn't even know what they had and they lost the yep. yeast strain. And I mean, that's just crazy that, a, that a part of history is just now gone potentially because yep. that yeast strain, what you, and we don't even know if it's lost. We just know that it's not being used mm -hmm. anymore. Right. Uh, have just, you guys had a chance to taste any Stitzel Weller? Blade and Bow is one of my favorites. Yeah. Well, yeah. He yeah. loves the Blade and Bow. Mm -hmm. I, I I like it too. It's good. It's a nice Especially easy the price point. I mean, yeah. there's no right. secondary value to it, so it's not gonna yeah. I like Blade and Bow too. Yeah. And I mean I don't know what all um like we did the we did the tour there. Yeah. And you know, we had all their stuff on the tour, but I I, I don't know like is is Bullet actually made by them? I, I was Well no. No, so I meant like, um, have you guys had any of like the older, like no. true Stitzel Weller no. from the the Whisper of Wheat days as no, well? No, none too, of us have. Too poor. Mm -hmm. Okay, okay. Well, <laughs> no, poor. I hear you. Now it's it's just ridiculous now. But I will say there is there is a a certain mystique to it. It is, um, it is one of those ones I feel is kind of, I don't want to say it's worth the hype because now it's just ridiculous. But um, it is fantastic, fantastic yeah. whiskey. Um, it has like a. 
indescribable like feel and profile to it. Um, and then, you know, I'm, I'm big with balance and it's, it was, it was balanced, flavorful, full bodied. Um, I do have, I do have a little bit and I've been milking the hell out of that bottle, but, um, <laughs> but yeah, it, uh, it really is some special stuff. Oh, you how, okay often, yeah, yeah. Okay. how often, <laughs> how often do you get sense you know, just whether it's new bottles from distilleries that, you know, they're not barrel picks, you know, they might not even, they're like complete allocations, but they just want to send you a bottle of that. How often do you get cool stuff like that? Oh yeah. Um, I mean, re- pretty regularly. Um, like, like I said, I'm probably, I'm probably hovering around like five bottles, five bottles a week, just from whatever just the, them sending the latest you a sample. is from distilleries, or if they just want to, they just be like, Hey, we want to send you a bottle and it could be just, you know, regular Evan Williams or something, you know? So I get, I get all that stuff all the time. Yeah. Um, well, but we've any, gotten any a little bit of that, but nothing, get. Yeah. nothing like you, I'm sure. But we, we've had some bottles sent to us. Old Elk treated us very well. Yeah. You know? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. They're, they're great up there. They really I are. tell you what, and Greg was great on the show. He like, was. He, he wanted to get into the actual science and stuff. And that and was we, yeah. that was the coolest thing ever. Yeah, yeah. it was really cool. And then, yeah, uh, yeah awesome. we've had some good people on the show. So Woodenville I, was a great interview yeah, as well. Yeah, and they sent us yeah. they sent us full bottles as well, which was yeah. awesome. No, it's fun to yeah. you know when they when they're not because we weren't asking for anything from anyone, yeah. and yeah. they just offered, so that was kind of nice. But no, I it's. I love the industry is just really, they seem for the most part, really welcoming. There's a few that have just responded back to us and said, no, we're not doing that right now. But anyone who's been open to the idea of being on the show has been really welcoming. And and I think smoke wagon was the only one that didn't send us anything. And that was just because we already had a ton. We had a whole bunch. I had three of your, your uh, picks and then I had an uncut unfiltered. And so he was like, eh, whatever (laughs) we can just do those then. Cause he actually had, the the one pick, uh, oh, really? karma. The, the the problem pick, the karma or whatever it was called. <laughs> yeah. He had yeah. a, he still had a bottle of that, so he actually drank that with us on the on the episode. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome! And he talked yeah, about no, that Aaron, story Aaron, too. It was funny. Aaron's awesome. Yeah, he was. Yeah, good. so I mean, you you guys have seen it, but yeah, the the bourbon community, and I mean, the, just the people around it. Some of some of them are amazing. But yeah, you're right. Whenever you're whenever you're reaching out to brands, sometimes you don't even know who you're getting. Like, is it the yeah. marketing agency you're you're reaching out to? And sometimes they don't even know. And they'll just they'll just put you off, right? And I, but what's interesting is during COVID, it felt like a lot of places really opened up to podcasts, and they oh, yeah. were like they wanted to keep people interested because they yep. couldn't come visit. So a lot of their like and bigger name people, they were just jumping on podcasts mm-hmm. with people, and I was like, oh my gosh, this is great. We were just getting a lot of people on the show, mm-hmm. so yeah. it surprised me. But yeah, that's awesome. So this third one here, has anyone mm. gone back? Like I, the nose on it has. I think it rivals one. I, I think one, like you guys said, it has a tongue going on. Yes. But the nose on this is still good. This is a, a little bit more like dark brown sugar to me. It is. It has got a lot of brown sugar. Yeah. I mean, or so kind of like that 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 caramelized sugar. I guess. Yeah. Oh, gosh, that's good. So let me ask you this burnt though: sugar. Like, how often do you I'll try to make sure that your selection is different? than the shelfers like because you know we could be having something here that just actually i know they probably batch this but that matches up really well with the off the shelf you know uh double oak yeah so like how how much do you worry about that so i'll be i'll be honest i'm not trying to search for anything that i feel is like crazy unique Mm -hmm. i mean i'm simply 
tasting whatever I feel is the absolute best, best one, you know, and if it's, and then, you know, a lot of times with these barrel selections, sometimes there'll be a different proof for what the single barrels are. So, you know, you're getting sure. something different right oh, off yeah, the bat just from that alone. or, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, I, it's whichever tastes the best, um, whichever has everything I'm looking for. Um, I'm not really trying to dive after the most unique. I, it's great when I find some that I feel is just like crazy off profile, but still so good. Yeah. Um, and I will say with those Russell reserve barrels, um, that's, that happens so often. Like, um, this last batch that I got, I picked two barrels. Um, I think they were distilled on the same day. They're, they're approximately the same age. Um, they're in two separate warehouses and two of my favorite warehouses. So K, um, and F, but, um, K always has like a spicier profile. Um, but this K that I picked, I mean, it was full of brown sugars. It was full of, um, it had these cherry notes. It had some chocolate. Um, and then this, this other F couldn't be more different in the profile. Um, but I mean, they were both just so special and exceptional and nothing like what you would find um on the shelf so it's yeah. always amazing whenever you do find something those, good but i'm not i'm not different. seeking out the most sure. different profile i still i still wanted to meet all my criteria and I, it's simply it's simply the best is what is what i want and that's so i want that's every barrel i, I select to be yeah. just whatever whatever the best is well because i feel like these single barrel selections have become the big you know craze because you're you're getting something that's unique that you're never going to see again mm -hmm, exactly. and like whenever i come to the end of one of your bottles or or any you know barrel selection bottle i almost get a little sad because i'm like i'm never going to have this again yeah like it it's legitimately oh, yeah. you know you want to milk it i hang on to all of mine i do like it, there'll be a whole bunch of anchors in <clears throat> my bottles that i'm just like i i don't want that to go it's so good like, I'm right. I'm right there with you. Oh my gosh! So my favorite pick, I think, ever that you've done is the Taconic. Yeah, I knew oh, you yeah. were going to say that. That was Holy good. Cow! That was that so, is so ridiculous. That, that one good. was that one was crazy special. I will say, like their their medley of samples, like they sent me. You know, it was everything was equal. Like it was all roughly the same age, same same mashable and everything. But they could not have been like inconsistent, but more like more inconsistent but in a good way like yeah, they were yeah. all so all different the they board. didn't taste anything alike yeah um and then yeah when i hit that barrel um it, it was the it was the probably the easiest decision i've ever made for a barrel selection <laughs> it really was well he was on the show with us he was the yeah. first i think he might have been the first the guy first, we've ever yeah. had yeah and uh because i was posting about his bottle and he replied back and i'm like who is this guy and then i looked <laughs> and i'm like oh hey so i reached out to him and he was like sure i'll jump on and he was great he was i mean he gave us a lot of info. He used to be a Buffalo Trace. And I mean, I that's easily yeah. my favorite bottle awesome. I think I've ever yeah. had. Honestly. That's awesome. Because that's not the, and that's what's great about it. It's not the crazy, well-known. No. Um, and that's know, what brands. I love about and that's what I, and that's And I'm glad that you purchased it and you, and you did that because- a lot of my members, you know, whenever I whenever I bring something new to the table, they don't they don't jump on it. Like oh, I yeah. will say, like maybe not even if a I third see something of the club, I haven't we'll try had. something new. Yeah, see if it's something I can't get here, I generally jump on it because like the MB Roland, the Taconic. Yeah. I bought two of the Taconics because I was like, well, why not? And I'm glad I did because the first one's gone already. The second one, <laughs> yeah. I haven't opened yet. I'm saving that one. It, it yeah. is so good. Like yeah, that. and so and back and back to the ones that I that I do turn down. So I do get a lot of craft samples. You know, want me to select barrels, and those those obviously are the ones that I I have to turn down more of. Yeah. Um, 
and like I said, I did two in this, this past week and that's probably, you know, I probably do like two a month on average that I have to turn back like the craft guys. But yeah, when you find a good craft, still, I love to, I love to select a barrel and show them, them off a little bit. You know, yeah. right. I mean, cause they're, they're, they're few and far between. I like knowing that you turn stuff down and you're not just putting product yeah. out to put it out for that. You know what I mean? Yeah. For that reason. Well, I mean, I, I think you and get enough not, now that you probably and don't I might have not to say it enough. Yeah. I might not say it enough. I just don't want to bash the brands, but I, right. I certainly need to at least let the club know like what I'm turning down and at least let them know, you know, what didn't make the cut. Um, I don't think you're bashing by any means. Enough. I probably don't do enough of that. Yeah. No, I've seen it a couple yeah. times and I don't remember yeah. necessarily who it was that you didn't select. I just remember you, when I saw it, I was like, well, that's cool. That he he yeah. didn't just take yeah. whatever they sent him. It's not yeah. meeting your taste profile. Well, we've talked about that in previous episodes where we think, well, oh, they're just you know they're so happy to get a selection that they'll just pick something Put out. Yeah, and yeah. you're you're past that point to where now you can be a little pickier. I mean, you might have always yeah. been. I don't know, but at least yeah. since I've been a member, you've had yeah. that you know and luxury that's un- of being that's, able to be that's super unique with you versus like you know uh, you know a store pick you know, out of a, of a retail shop, you know, they could, that could be their first barrel and they're not yeah. going to say no. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like they're going to, they're, they're, they're going to take it. I mean, no. yeah, they're, they're, oh, they're yeah, gonna... I know, dude, I know which one you were talking about. Cause I, I think I announced that I turned down Garrison. Uh, it was brothers Garrison and, brothers. Bal- and Balconis. Yeah. It was Garrison uh, brothers that I remember. Yeah. 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 So, you know, and that's that's the thing. And what I love, which does not happen often at all, is whenever that distiller reaches out and asks for my honest, legit feedback. Like yeah. if they, that's what I love. But I'm telling you, like one out of a hundred, maybe does that happen? Like they, they don't even want anything to do with me after that <laughs> that point. But you know, I do love it whenever they do ask, and I have had that happen recently. Like they wanted to know, and the problem with it was it was just overpowering with youthful grain. You know, like just too much youth. Um, and they, they thought they had an exceptional product, obviously, to send it to me. Um, and I just had to let them know, you know, it was, it was way too young, but it had a lot of promise. And, you know, trying to word that delicately to them. Um, well, I think yeah, just saying I, that I is, is enough. I mean, and the yeah. thing about Texas, like Texas bourbon or whiskey in general, just it ages. I mean, the barrel enters the product so much quicker. And I think that that's the problem sometimes, and some people love that the tan, you know, the yeah. tan, the tannins and all that stuff that are in there. It's, but I, it's an uneven kind of profile. It is kind of what happens if you're yeah. used to Kentucky bourbon. It definitely feels like it's it's skewed in the way of the barrel as opposed to the vanillas yeah. and the caramels and the and the other things that you, the brown sugars and stuff that you might normally get because the barrels introduced so prematurely because of the heat mm-hmm. that yeah. you're just not you're not necessarily getting. And I've got some. You know, a Garrison Brothers single barrel, and I've got some uh, balconies and stuff is like Belfour that. Is Belfour out of there too? Is that Texas? I don't know. Um, I think they source, but it might be. Okay. Yeah, they they source, but um. But I know some people that love Texas bourbon and Texas whiskey. Oh yeah, well they and especially people from Texas think it's the, the well, sure. Thing. I mean, and if that's yeah, what you're used to, they do have a huge, they do have like a pretty pretty good following, and I always revisit. Um, and I have had some actually really good Garrison Brothers, but I'm not going to pay you know the 300 bucks. Right, and I and I've had right. some good Garrison Brothers too, and and the Garrison Brothers yeah. I have isn't bad. It's just different. Right. It's just completely different. Yeah. But it's not a bad with a, with a lot of those smaller barrels in those hyper crazy temperatures. You know, 
the, the grain doesn't have time to mature out right. of it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that, that while you're getting that crazy oak interaction, of course, um, up front, but that grain, that youthful grain has not uh, basically filtered through that barrel long right. enough. And so you're still getting all that crazy youthful corn. Um, so he's saying it in a much palate. more scientific yeah. way. Very than refined. I said it. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's why that's why the, the the kind of the aging in those older barrels in Kentucky it needs that time to filter yeah. out that grain profile. Right. And there's no and substitute the, for that age. Like so I mean, yes, you the, can yeah, you yeah. can you can make that oak interaction extreme by using those smaller barrels at crazy temperature. But it's an off balance kind of product to me because that youthful grain still dominates that yeah. profile. I've had that um, grain flavor you're talking about and stuff. It's just. Yeah. It just stands out, all What's, that green. Well, it's just yeah. like when you use oak bottle, for example, and we put white yeah. dog in the oak bottle. Like, it turned dark pretty quick. I put it in there for yeah. a month, and it was really dark. It looked rich and promising, but then super, super corn. Like, it, like yeah. it tasted like white dog with tannins. Is what it was it like a moonshine, like. like a corn dog. But it, it wasn't, like a, again, it wasn't bad. It was drinkable, but it was just, it was like super dark, and it was just right. crazy tannins and very, very, like, high in the corn you know, the light, the light corn flavor, it was just kind of, um, it just, like you said, it didn't have that chance for the, for the grain to really mature through the wood, but the wood just imposed itself on top of the, the yeah. liquor. So, but and there's a service and that, area and that, thing with that. And that's the thing is, is I'll also, I'll give these, you know, even if it gets like a nice rating of like a three or a three and a half, it's still a, a really good drinking bourbon, but it's just not the exceptional level I'm trying to bring into the Right. No, and that makes sense. I mean, and again, you know, something that you think that about, there might be another person who thinks it's amazing because they love the tannins. They love the the Mm -hmm. oak presence and stuff like that. But I agree with you, though. That's I and it's probably because we are close to Kentucky and we're in Ohio. And so all we've really had is that type of. uh, What's the um, bottle that you got from the store that was a little bit more expensive recently, but you really liked Augusta? Yeah, the Buckners. Buckners. Yeah, where is that? It, really where is that? It's in. It's in. I don't know their story. I don't know enough about them to talk about them right now. Like, but they're out of Kentucky. I just don't know okay. if they are I didn't know if uh, was sourced or if they distilled themselves. State. Yeah, they have. A, they have an older age product, isn't it? It's a. It it seemed kind of old. Surprise! I think it was twelve years. Yeah, if I remember, yeah, right. you enjoyed it, but so for the two hundred dollar price point, yeah, it was a two hundred dollar bottle. It, it was, was good. I mean, it's, retail two hundred dollars. Trust me, it's good. Yeah. It's it's really good. Yeah, I just but saw I it in the store the other day too. Yeah, well, yeah. it's because they're not selling. They're two hundred dollars, <laughs> but Fair. but they're good. I mean, if they set a price point of a hundred, oh, it would be pro- off the shelf because it's so good. Mm-hmm. I don't know yeah. their story. I don't know if it's sourced MGP. I have no idea, but it's good and it's but it's just expensive. So. If you go by the ten dollars a a year type of mentality, it should be one hundred and twenty bucks. Yeah, and yeah. it's so it's eighty dollars overpriced, technically, but but it's good. I like I've yeah. I've fought. Mine's two thirds empty, and I've fought buying another bottle because yeah, it's two hundred dollars. I'm like yeah, yeah, it's up there. Yeah, have you had it? I have not had. You now I do think I've had. Um, I do think they've reached out to me recently. Um, so yeah, there might be, I might be getting some samples soon. Um, yeah, I mean, but no, I have not tried their stuff yet. Yeah. What I've had was really good, but it was, oh it's just $200. What, what proof was it at? Do you remember? I can go check it here in a second. Um, no, that's okay. I was just, I mean, it's just it. right there. I, I'm not too worried about it, but are we going to make our pick? Yeah. I think you guys should. Oh, 
<laughs> not to derail. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, go do, do that. I, I know what my pick is. Have y'all been is. going back and forth and chasing? I, I have. I have. And I, it, I, one has kind of slowly started to rise above the other, in my opinion. So I'm going to say three, and then I'll leave it to you guys. I'll go grab the uh, Augusta and see what that uh, proof is real quick. For me, I'm three as well. Um, I was, I do like the nose on one a lot, but for me, the mouthfeel on number three, the taste complex on it, or the complexity of all the tasting, three is just for me, hands down. Tyler? I'm so, I'm so torn. torn. I'm so torn because the nose on one is fantastic and not that the nose on three is bad. It's like a, I mean, you're talking about like an, you know, like an eight and a half versus an eight, you know, and then like your wife versus your girlfriend or what do you? Yeah, okay. for sure. No, wife is a four. My <laughs> oh, okay. girlfriend's an eight. Okay. My mistake. 123.5. Oh, gotcha. I don't know if that came through without his microphone. So it's, so it's a barrel proof. Okay. Yeah. Um, I mean, the and finish it's, on... It's almost empty. The finish on three... Yeah, that's more than two-thirds <laughs> empty, dude. I realized that once I... <laughs> and it's 13 years, so... And it's gotcha. unfiltered cask strength, single barrel. So, I mean, who knows... Does it say next, Kentucky on the front? Kentucky Street? It says Kentucky Bourbon Company. Um, Kentucky Put Straight Bourbon front. Whiskey. Yeah. Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey. Okay. So, it's so, been aged at least a year in Kentucky. Yeah. So, it's a source. It's most likely, you know, Barton. It could be... Um, Heaven Hill or Jim Beam, but um, I'm saying Barton's probably the likely likely choice there for the source barrels around that age. Yeah, kind of makes sense, but I just uh, I like it. I mean, I don't, it, and it's a single barrel, so who knows what the next one tastes like? But uh, that one is really good. Yeah, you have to buy another and taste them beside each other. <laughs> what What's your uh, pick? Uh, our, my uh, pick is three. Yeah. Well, that's good to hear. Well, Tyler, so yeah. like basically fuck what you think because there's three of us that think that one. <laughs> well, I mean, let's just be fair. The the one we knocked out of the ballpark, you weren't there for. <laughs> and uh, He's when, like, when we I'm went to stab when you. we went to Bourbon Thirty, yours was the worst. Well, so, that that was. I mean, first off, we had <laughs> seventy different oh samples. Know, that was so, so at that point, we were shit faced. By the time we picked anything, yeah, everything tasted good. By the time, and we I were wanted done. you guys wanted a, a blend, and I just wanted a straight single barrel. No, I, know. I haven't so revisited. We just, we just like giving you shit yeah. that night. I haven't revisited. I've mine. revisited mine. You know what's it's you know okay. what's craziest with these is you know three is my favorite, but I almost feel like two matches your your. You know, like what you're going for, a little bit more sweetness, in yeah. my opinion. Well, the three so, for me, I think, feels I. It's got that sweet oak, like yeah. that. That's yeah. And the more I tasted three, the less one tasted good. I don't know if that makes sense. Sure, it does. Well, I, like on on paper, like with my notes, batch two looks great. Um, they were all good. Yeah, they they were all great, but yeah, batch three was was far and away my highest rated. Um. Yeah, I love smelling the empty glasses. the The oak and the yeah, empty. I glass. get oak on one a lot more than the empty glass. Do you? I get it in three. Unless I get I, it in one too, but let, that's usually what I smell in an empty glass is the, the oak. The oak. That's when the oak really, really shines. I, I have three. Batch three. If y'all, oh, did y'all already drink all y'all? <laughs> yeah. Well, we've got more in the bottles, but. Well, I'm I'm getting like a uh, a really cool. Um, like amaretto vibe. Yeah, I, I, I so badly want 
one to to taste like it smells. <laughs> and it's not that it yeah. tastes bad, but I'm just like, man, I wish it just tastes like it smelled. Um, I know. I looked at that card, too, a minute ago after I had tasted everything. Uh, orange orange peel. I almost said orange on the second did one. Did you? I did. <laughs> but everyone was saying something different. And I was like, well, maybe it's not orange. But it was orange. This caramel on number that's three funny. that it says, I drizzle of caramel, that. yeah. that's there all yeah. day. Yeah. And it, the seasoned oak, I agree with that. Seasoned oak's a good a good phrase. Um, one and three were definitely my favorites, but I think there was sweet fruit. The bitter, like the bitter, the pear. bittersweet chocolate is on point with that. Oh yeah, all the things on three, I I really enjoyed, and I agree with the the notes that they sent with us. God, that's that's crazy to read that after after we were. I mean, mm-hmm. already looking at it or uh, tasting it. Sweet, you know, aromatics on the second one is pretty spot on with that nose. Yeah, and the orange, like I didn't yeah. say that. I kept that to myself. I actually wrote it down in my in my iPhone, um, in my notes. But so I ha- actually have orange in here on number two, and it actually says that there. But I didn't say it because I was like, well, no one will say anything. So I was like, I wasn't sure. Um, I mean, just reading one, two, and three, like I would pick three just based off the notes. Like, I just feel that I would have a deeper well, flavor profile with that. And that's why I didn't want to read these before we did yeah. it. Because no, then I have, like, exactly. a bias. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I love, you know, a fruit flavored in my bourbon. But, I, you know, you can look at three and anything that has, like, a darker fruit for me. Darker fruit. You know, I yeah. agree. Like, Regular, it's going to have, like, a... Yeah. a a deeper pro- taste profile than a lighter fruit. The only non-dark fruit I think I prefer, in like a cherry, if that's not necessarily a dark fruit, and then a crisp apple. Crisp apple, like yeah. that's a, that's a an exception to the dark fruit that I really really enjoy in a in a bourbon. Yeah. Um. So crisp apple, and that's actually I think they mentioned that in the first one, don't they? Uh, yeah, dried dried apple. apple. Yeah, they just they're just missing missing the uh, the maple. Yeah. And they and the third one didn't mention the marshmallow, which surprised me because I thought that was pretty strong. Maybe they thought it was too outlandish. <laughs> no, I get marshmallow a lot. I get it on the regular double oak too, marshmallow. Well, and with any toasted yeah. or double oak, I think you yeah. end up getting like a marshmallow. Uh, not always, yeah. but it's it tends to be common anyway. So, oh well, man, that's so good. So it's three. So the, batch three, it is. I think yep. it is. Yep, I think that's the and wiener. You, you said one. Is that what you said? No, when I was gone. Oh, okay. Well, I, I knew Brett was making fun of you, so I wasn't sure. No, I just wasn't as. I firm. think for any postings we do, we're going to say that you picked a different. Oh one. Jesus Christ! <laughs> <laughs> oh shoot. Well, hey, uh, I think we're way past an hour, almost yeah. two. Um, so generally, what I do is I'll go through and edit this. Um, there won't be a lot to edit out of this, I don't no. think. I think it was actually, it yeah. ran pretty well and was pretty smooth. And I think just so people can see the process, I might leave a lot of it the same. Like, I'll probably cut this out. Yeah. But Yeah. Um, so, again, I know at the beginning you kind of talked about it, but uh, where can people find you on social media? So, find me on all the social media, at Bourbon, Th- Bourbon Enthusiast. Um, you can find me on Patreon. Check out the Private Barrel Club there. Um, select between 50 and 60 barrels a year. Um, and they go exclusively to the club members. So you can check that out on Patreon. Um, just search Bourbon Enthusiast. Which is 100% you should do. 
Yeah. yeah. I mean, Any I got listeners. you guys into it. I yeah. was doing it you for did. a while. And, and, and I'm going to tear up. Like, it, I, I was at the lower tier it in the beginning. It took a while I didn't because know we were just drinking new, yours. Right? It's <laughs> new to me. I don't, you know. <laughs> well, you were just drinking. Mine. Yeah. yeah. You know, every, now you can drink your dude own. Dude would get something and he said, let's try this. I'm like, why would I, you know, why would I, I, why I pay when dude? I just drink yours. Yeah, exactly. So if that's I wanted that bottle. If that's not an endorsement, I don't know what is. I mean, they were honestly just coming over drinking mine. And then they both joined because of that. So, yeah. Well, you know, we would have so many things that I was just like, well, I, I want my own bottle of this. Like, it's yeah, so fucking good. Right. You know? Agreed. Um, so, so That's awesome, guys. Thank you so much for coming on. I, I think, it, for me, it was it was nice to hear, like, how you came to be where you are now. Uh, hearing the history of that, hearing, you know, the 500 bottles, that's just crazy. But also the family thing, that was kind of funny. Um, but then also just, you know, this tasting, this seeing this process, seeing how you go through your process and just knowing you know, you turn some away that you have a, a, you know, a certain threshold that you like to get past before you even accept a, you know, a, or even consider accepting a bottle or a barrel, I should say. I think to me, all that is probably exactly the reason why I yeah. enjoy the club. Um, so thank you so much for coming on. This was outstanding. Yes, um, thank you. This was fun Loved to be it, part guys. of. Guys, yeah, no, I'm had a glad, great time. Thank glad you. We all agreed. To, well, for the <laughs> yeah. most part. Uh, <laughs> well, let me ask you that: How often does that happen? How often? And, uh, not often, but they, you know, I'm, I'm, I don't want people to always like agree to agree with me, but yeah. I feel like sometimes you know they'll they'll lean on me for that. Um, but you know, I, I tend to ask like if I'm at a distillery, or something I'll ask them first before I even before I even give mine. Um, so I'd say like about 75% of the people will, will, will all be in agreement. And there'll be about 25% that kind of likes maybe the spicier side or maybe the more tannic side. Um, yeah. but I think, you know, for the most part, everybody's, you know, kind of in agreement whenever we, uh, whenever we're tasting these things. That's kind of cool. Nice. So cool. the last yeah. question I have for you, and I meant to ask this earlier and I totally forgot was I see sometimes you, you'll see like two barrels that you're like, Oh, both of these. And then they let you get both of them. How often does that happen? Um, it's, it's been happening more, which I, which I do like to see. Um, I, I do get told no a lot. They're like, James, the, so you'll go back to them. I'm like, I'm like, we're already giving you, we're already, we're already giving you one, all these, you know? And they're like, and I'm like, well, I preface anything I say, like, listen, you don't, you don't have to, I know I'm already yeah, getting yeah. a lot. Is if there's any way I can do this, you know, I can get to, well, it's not like you're not going to sell them. <laughs> I, I just, I'm going to be asking for three of this, um, this next Brussels reserve, but we'll see. We'll see if it happens. Oh. <laughs> fingers crossed. Yeah. Right. Fingers crossed. Well, I'll buy all three. I'm sure. So yeah. Yeah. I love Russell's reserve. So I always love telling my wife, like, Hey, you have to be home. There's a package. <laughs> oh, what is this? More <laughs> bourbon? Yes. Oh man. I'm right there with you. They, That's you funny. Know, packages all the time. And somebody's got to be here to sign. Yeah. 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 Right. Except for Brett's house. Apparently they just yes. drop it off at my house for some Did reason. Did they do that this last oh, wow. time? Uh, I happen to be home. So oh. I think he stopped by once and then circled back around later and was there. <laughs> <laughs> so let's go ahead and sign off. It's been almost two hours yeah. and let you have the rest of your day. You're on the same time zone as us. So it's getting late. Um, thank you again for being on. I loved this. This was cool to see the process. Um, I am uh, dude pool and we've got Tyler Schaefer and Brett Bryan. And thanks again for joining us. We'll see you next week and hopefully you enjoyed. Thanks a lot. Thanks again. Thank you.
Thank you for joining in for yet another episode of The Bourbon Hunters. If you like what you hear, please leave us a good rating on Apple, Podbean, Google, or wherever you are listening. It definitely helps us to get great guests on our show. And follow us on Instagram and the Facebooks to keep up to date with what is in our glass. As always, sit back, grab a pour, kick up your feet, and enjoy some bourbon. Bourbon.